Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. No no real dystopian dark future talk, you know? Yeah. Let's have this fantasy dark dystopian that's right. future. <laughs> well, that's one of my favorite things about Red is the politics is a lot for grabs. Everyone has a stake. Oh, yeah. If any of you guys are on uh, Facebook... Maybe share share the Twitch to any uh, Facebook groups or or uh, let me see if I can hop on there too. And just post the link for us quickly, just just for ease. Alright, here we go. Hey, we're live. Everybody can see us now. What's up, guys? Hey. Hey. Yeah, I was trying. I was trying to hop on Facebook and and share uh, the Twitch to the Cyberpunk Uncensored group, but I didn't get a chance to. But that's fine. Hopefully, people saw the hundreds of you know promos <laughs> posted in the past couple of days. I got I got overexcited about the free PDF that we get to give away today. So I was like, "Well, that's because it's cool. It's it's pretty exciting. It is very very exciting." Um, but yeah, let's uh, I got let's see. I got the chat open. Make sure that's going. All right, cool. Um, yeah, so we'll just do a quick little introduction, any just you know for new viewers and stuff, and then we can get into it. Um, I'm Rob Mulligan, or actually, let's let's do the initiative. That's always fun. Let's just let's start off right away. Let me get that going. Make sure you click your token uh, before you click initiative on your on your character sheet. Anybody watching? We we're on the uh, roll twenty, so we can do initiative rolls and stuff just to see who gets to talk first. <laughs> Bam! Damn. Phil's killing it. What was nice. that last D&D session? Let me get that over there. People can see I it. I'm continuing my low rolls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, start it off. Let's do it. So that makes it me. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. Um, top of the initiative. I'm Phil Huck-Smith. I am from Baby Beard Media uh, here in Australia. Um, I am DM of uh, the... First and current season of Roll to Cast, that's R-O-L-E. Uh, first season was Cyberpunk 2020, and the current season is everyone's favorite game, Cyberpunk Red. Uh, and we're just just uh, coming to the last couple of episodes, so if you want to see how a Red campaign checks out, uh, come come check us out. But yeah, we do lots of other stuff as well, some Let's Plays on YouTube, that sort of thing. Just search up Baby Beard Media. We're all over the place. You'll find us. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm next in the initiative. So I'm Rob Mulligan, the founder of Cyberpunk Uncensored. We just do all kinds of cyberpunk content from live gameplay, GM tips, and uh, Crash Course on Red, all kinds of stuff coming out, content daily. So check it out. Also a podcast. 
Patrick, pass the yeah. mic to you. All right, Patrick Knaus, uh, half of Two Brothers Gaming with my brother Doug, and we play lots of role-playing games and stream, including one uh, called Night City Nights, uh, where he plays an investigator uh, with uh, one of my, another player who saves Night City from, well, corruption and are partially corrupt themselves, as, as, as you would be in Night City. So, And, uh, yeah, and we're working on our own uh, RPG game that we've been working hard on. So hopefully we'll have some advancement on that in the future. But. Nice. Yeah, I saw that. I saw you uh, promoting, like, the life path and different things in the game you're doing. It looks really cool. Yeah, thank you. looks yeah. deep. A lot of fun. Well, that leads us into the first thing we want to talk about, right? Oh, yeah. And that is uh, oh, what, 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 what the world building. Oh, which is where funny. we discuss uh, everything that we're up to in what, our what, little what circles of building? content creation. Oh, yeah. Sorry I interrupted you with that. I kind of jumped the gun. That's fine. No, no. I think it was <laughs> nice, nicely layered. I get, I get excited about that stupid little clip. All right. One more time just for the, just for the people in the back. Wait, what? What in the world building? It's so stupid. I don't know. One, one, one day I'll yeah, grow up. I'll grow up one day. <laughs> oh, not too soon, I hope. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, let's uh here. Let me clear initiative and let's let's do that again. I like doing that. So let's see. Oh, oh I like dynamic initiative too. I do that. Let's clear that. Uh, yeah, let's go for it. Oh, don't forget, click your token. Yep. Oh, you moved me. You moved my token. Oh wait, somehow that got. Now, John, John, uh, he, he. Yeah, he, he was in the fine. previous episode. I saw the token was still on here from initiative, so. I yeah, no, that. unfortunately he failed his failed his death saves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and any and anybody watching, yeah, um we, we did promote uh Simon, the wandering uh DM was gonna join us too, but he ended up ha- he has had like some other three hour commitment that he couldn't get out of and um so he'll be here next month, second Saturday of each month we're doing this. So Patrick, look at you. <laughs> Finally <laughs> rocking it. Hell yeah, take the mic, man. What in the world building? Let's do it. Yeah, so, well, I'll just continue on. So, uh, yeah, I've been working really hard on uh, writing an RPG game of my own with my brother and uh, a dark, grim, dark fantasy setting with a little bit of epic overtone, with deadly combat, and lots of intrigue. Um, but uh, also doing a number of streams. So, like I said, Night City Nights um, is the cyberpunk uh, game. We Looks like our next one will be um, December, I think, 5th. Uh, will be episode uh, three, um, and that will be following up on their finding of a uh, murdered victim in their last episode, and uh, having it, the song ACDC lyrics uh, scrawled in blood in the apartment. So, uh, <laughs> what, what's the meaning of this and and whatnot? So, but we also are uh, started a cyber, Star Trek Adventures campaign that we're also streaming. I saw that. Which is, yeah, so a different system, pretty interesting. Uh, you know, uh, playing it with uh, a fellow uh, um, named Hugo on the he does Death Eye Club, and I like to point them out because they they do a lot to bring um, uh, games to Latin America and Mexico and stuff. So they you know work hard on ensuring that there's a, a vibrant role playing community in Mexico and, and help bring translations of games to it and uh and bring more than just D. so and he's a big cyberpunk fan um as well so 
hopefully the cyberpunk will work its way into Mexico in other words, but yeah, that's kind of, you know, a lot of what we're doing. Um, so it's a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I caught some of the star Trek uh, stream before I had to go. Um, I don't know where I dropped in, um, but I caught just like a section of it and it looked really cool, but, uh, but I had to leave. Yeah. <laughs> I think I commented something like, you know, for the, the 20 minutes I was there and then I, I left abruptly, but, yeah. but yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, I'll take it from here. I'm next in initiative, but yeah, Still uh, doing lots of interviews for Cyberpunk Uncensored. We just had um, James Hutt. Uh, did a whole background on him and talked about Cyberpunk Red. We did a little reveal on the media role. This was obviously before today. Today, you know, the official PDF launch. So it's, you know, it's it's out for everyone, which is awesome. I'm so excited. Um, but yeah. That's the I, next section. Save it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, but no, I've, I've just been, uh, yeah, and anybody watching in the chat, I know there's chat people and you saw the promos. We are giving away a free uh, copy of Cyberpunk Red. A digital copy. We'll do that a little bit later when we enter the chat. But, um, but yeah, still doing interviews, do, uh, launching uh, the Game Master Tips episodes, uh, and uh, I just started. Obviously, uh, yesterday we were allowed to kind of start promoting Cyberpunk Red, and then now today it's officially out. Um, so I've been releasing crash course videos every day. Every day. I don't know if you guys saw them, but um, I did the Ultimate Combat Guide where I took all my little combat. Uh, mechanism videos and combine them into one. I'm going to release the individuals later, but every day I'm going to post a new video. I've got like a, a whole library I did over the past week or so, and um, I'm going to just release one a day, Crash Course, just trying to teach as many people as I can how to play Cyberpunk Red or help them. Um, and hopefully we'll just get a lot more players and GMs and stuff. And it'll oh, just... I, I think we will. I think, I think people are excited as they should be. Oh, yeah. No, it's I've been seeing yeah. posts and everything. In fact, uh, you know, like uh, I saw Pat had the the digital there. Like I saw people posting pictures of their orders and stuff. They're like that excited. So <laughs> <No>. cool! Hell yeah! <laughs> I have it up on the other screen. <laughs> yeah, um, but that's that's about it. Um, other than that, I just got off a week of filming. I was on set like twelve hour days nonstop. It was a lot of fun though. We were filming in this spaceship looking thing. I don't know if you saw my live uh, streams on Facebook. And we filmed with uh, Tracy from Star Trek was there. And what was that? Cool. Yeah, what are you filming? I'm so curious because I did see um, it. I'm like, what? Oh, this looks Yeah, awesome. this, this one, I mean, I'm always filming something. I mean, that's what I try to do is be in production. But it's been on a little bit of a lull because of the quarantine. But this one is called um, Alien Danger with an exclamation point. It's a James Balsamo film. He's a real good buddy of mine. I was first AD on it. And helping doing like little producer things too, like just with crew and you know, general help and getting things done. But, um, but yeah, it's kind of like just a wacky sci-fi, um, real over the top comedy. Um, can't say that much more about it, but you saw in the videos, just really wacky, bright colors and robots and aliens. And it's just nuts. <laughs> so when that comes out, I'll promote it and everyone can check it out. But other than that, yeah, just making videos and stuff as usual. I'm, I'm glad that we're back here and, and chatting. Cool. Is that me then? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Turns up. Okay. Well, you forgot to get back in cover, so <laughs> unlucky you. Um, yes. <laughs> so I, um, as I said before, uh, reaching just the last couple episodes of our Cyberpunk Red campaign, uh, we got the full rules early, like um, some other community creators, and so that's our full rules campaign. It's at the explosive finale. There's rocket launches. There's... <laughs> drones and commandos um as well as like a crazy net run um it's very exciting 
uh, and literally the last couple of episodes coming up coming up now. So I've been hard at work editing those together with all the sound effects and music and stuff. That's been really, really exciting uh, to bring that to a close. But uh, we uh, kind of keep going with uh, our Roltercast, which is um, it's a variety podcast. So we've actually uh, uh, got a Pulp Cthulhu game uh, waiting in the wings at the moment. Um, which is like a variation on the Call of Cthulhu game with a bit more of a like a forties uh, sensibility, a bit more of a really? you know two fists. It's called Two Fists Against the Mythos. Yeah, so it's like a <laughs> it's like a much. So I play this like a Norwegian uh, mad scientist inventor guy, which is um, pretty fun. Uh, we got like a a, a moxie Italian uh, gun doll with her topson and stuff yeah so it's gonna be really really fun that's gonna come up after uh cyberpunk red wraps um and then we're preparing for uh, the season after that where i'm so i'm learning uh kids on bikes which is really fun as well and a really nice simple uh game about uh you know kind of spielberg style kids on bikes solving mysteries so oh, we're gonna cool. set that in rural rural australia so that's it's gonna be a bit different really excited about that too um i do have a cyberpunk red project coming up which i can't talk about yet um all i can say is that it is uh gonna be live at the start in january and it is cyberpunk red related uh and it's gonna be very very exciting so watch this space for for more info on that when it when it um finally rears its head how dare you tease everybody <laughs> i know i know <laughs> it's mystery all around yeah that's cool that's though. right be that that Rob's working on. What's this uh, thing that uh, what Phil's is, working what's on? What's this? What's this? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, there's a net runner on my system already. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that brings up then what's in the screen sheets. Yep. Yeah, we're at the screen sheets. Let's do, uh, let's do initiative again. So we'll, we'll get this section done. And uh, let me drag everybody out here. Oh yeah! Oh man! All right, the tens are already rolling out. Yeah, you're yeah. you're nailing the twenties. That's awesome. All right. Um, cool. So we all we I think we all have the same news that we want to talk about, right? Yeah, I mean this is well from the screen sheets. We should pretty much talk about you know this is our our uh, our tips and resources stuff. But we can start off uh, with with at least show off the the digital red cover there. It's exciting. Somebody... Sorry, I, I thought this was the news section. No, no, no. We'll. I mean, other we we can skip that because uh, you know last time we kind of dove a little heavy on the news and then we forgot to get into the resources and tips. So I figured like <laughs> the only news we'll mention is like Cyberpunk Red is out. That's the most exciting news. The it's only thing out. we're talking about. <laughs> it's on drive through RPG. Go 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 get it. Oh uh, yeah, big love to our Towson oh, games. Amazing. Yes. Oh, and you Fighting's know, amazing. And Patrick has a copy now too. He got to, he got an advanced copy for a review before it came out. Um, and now, I mean, now it's out for everybody. But that's great. At least like everybody's on the same page. And like I said, we'll be giving away a copy. You know, after this when we enter the chat. But but yeah, let's do uh you know to, our our favorite resources and tools. Okay. And since, we, since we skipped that, you know, and sorry to kind of pull pull that from you, Pat. I know you were you that's were introducing right. it, but I. I hijack the uh the subject matter because I, I wanted to avoid the, all the news <laughs> that's all right good so yeah so phil i guess you're up and kind of what's your what are yeah. some sort 
Well, I, I expect to see more of these a bit more officially um, as more people get stuck into uh, Red. And I already think I saw a, uh, a companion app. Someone posted a companion app. But I built a, a very basic combat tracker for Red, uh, which uh, I just did in a spreadsheet. If you have basic spreadsheet knowledge, uh, it's not too hard to do. Uh, where you can put all your components in, you can whack in their, their initiatives as it starts off. And then hit sort, and it will give you the order. Now, obviously, if you're playing digitally, you know, uh, Roll20 can handle this sort of thing. But if you have a nice combat tracker, you can keep track of everyone's cover values, their armor values, um, their hit points. And I have it set so as the hit points go down, I have a quick list, uh, a, a, a quick function where it switches them over to seriously wounded or mortally wounded so at a glance you can see as a D- as a gm your combatants what kind of state they're in and um it can really help you kind of preserve the flow of combat if you have uh an app or a tracker where you have all that stuff entered in and just a quick kind of couple of button presses and everything updates with the style I like to run, which is with dynamic initiative changing at the top of each round, can be really, really handy to prevent those sort of big silences uh, in between uh, action. And I think particularly for something like Cyberpunk, um, where you're not sort of like creating these big effects and like laying them on the board like you might in D&D, where it's really just about running to cover, picking a shot, taking it. Keeping the flow up like that is super, super important for making the... Uh, you know, those three second rounds feel really kind of impactful, dynamic and fast. So, um, yeah, that's my big tip for today is get yourself a resource uh, either from someone else or, or build it yourself so that you can have everything at a glance. Um, and that means you can stay as a GM more present in the action, in the moment to moment description of everything's happened, the bullets flying, the ricochets, the wounds, that sort of thing. Um, I think it goes a long, long way to have that prepared and set up. So it's sort of uh, your your foundation underneath you. Yeah. Do you guys use any nice. kind of tracking apps for the games you run? No, no, I haven't. Uh, I mean, have something similar with like these little uh, macros and stuff, like these little Excel things. But I don't. I'm, I'm going to definitely look into some of the apps. Um, that sounds really useful. Uh, you know, especially like you said, uh, being able to show uh, the wound states based on the HP and stuff, just for a quick glance. Like that's great, so you don't forget the modifiers and stuff. You know, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's really. Cool. You can make notes on each person as well, like. Um... You know, you can put any effects they have, damaged ear or something, so you can just really quickly have one place to, to look it up. Uh, you know, and as the turn in initiative comes up, it's, you know, it's sitting right there along with them. And then I like to give, you know, there's four commandos, you know, you give, you can uh, name them one to four, you can quickly type in, this is Boris, that's Lisa, you know, just give them a little bit of something to, to hook onto so you don't get mixed up who's been shot in the leg and uh, who's bleeding out in an alleyway, you know. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. important. Yeah, I, I, I've used, um, a lot of times I do it on actual physical paper, um, mm-hmm. but, but I definitely could see using it on a, on a spreadsheet. And I, I very much like, I keep track of the rounds, so I'm able to say, oh, yeah, this, because it, you know, oh, yeah, they got hit, a critical injury or something, and it causes a minus one or, you know, some sort of damage that affects them and it helps me remember them from round to round so I don't have to say, okay, wait, what happened to you? Uh, 
I could just look right at the sheet mm. you know, that I've written it on and make sure that they've, you know, got the appropriate mods or, uh, or, uh, to their, to any roles and, and whatnot to it. So it definitely is, uh, I, I always tracked it sort of, uh, like I said, physically, but if there's, I can, I, I love the idea of having a little sheet where you say, okay, yeah, you took five points of damage and, you know, it knocks uh, one point off your armor, body armor, and, oh, hey, wow, that just turned red, buddy. You're, you got a, you're in, you're in serious wound now and, and kind of alerting yeah. you, flashing it. Yeah, definitely uh, lots of value in that. So I, I think one of the things that people don't realize is they, maybe move into GMing, especially sort of early on, is like as a player, you track in yourself, you know, your resources, maybe you have an NPC companion, um, and and that can be pretty daunting to keep track of just for yourself. And then um, uh, as a GM, suddenly you've got, you know, five combatants with their own stats, and you've got to track what the players are doing as well, and it can be really quickly kind of become overwhelming. Um, so any sort of uh, resource you can you can have to help yourself is is a huge investment um, to have that uh, ahead of time rather than just sort of playing catch up in the moment. Oh yeah, or scrambling like through some notes or you know scrap scribble scratches you did real quick like you know during you write it down or yeah. something or type it in your oh, where did I put that you know. No, I like that. I well, I have really ADHD, cool. so like scraps of things would just disappear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if I tried to write things down, they one's bits in a corner of a page on this sheet. So like having it on a digital thing that does not move is really, really important to me. Yeah. And I think one of the things you mentioned uh, is that is important is a large part of that is trying to keep the feel of that combat moving forward. It, it's as much, as much uh, for ease of GM management as it is for immersion into the game itself and in help in ensuring that the players are not like, you know, Right. Where's the GM? Like, okay, did you figure it out yet? Okay. Yeah, it's better to spend more time on on the describing and the fun parts rather than like the math and the the details of modifying and you know, like. Yeah, because you can feel pressured, right? If it's taken a long time to do the maths, you go, okay, who's next? And you sort of forget to translate that maths into uh, some kind of description. It can it can fall by the wayside because you've used that mental effort. Or you can elsewhere, mess, or you can mess it up. Like you said, you'll be under the pressure, and all of a sudden, math seems to be a little harder when you're sweating, and like you know, people are waiting, and you're like, "Oh God, damn it!" Like, <laughs> yeah, I always have a pocket calculator with me as well, so yeah, my brain I got one right here too. doesn't have to do that. Yeah, you just quickly. <laughs> I I don't know how to add seven and seven again. Uh, yeah. so you can quickly, you can quickly, you know, rescue your brain from stuff. It can really help, and that's the kind of style I like to do. I like to get all the maths done, and then once it's sorted, you then sort of go back and describe what that means for the math. So you quickly do the rolls. Oh, yeah, it's a hit. That's 23. Okay, that gets through this much armor, blades one, blah, blah. And then you go, okay, so you pop out from the windowsill, you look down the sights, uh, you see a scared-looking uh, corporate guy, and then, bam, you hit him in the shoulder, right? So you've, you kind of, I kind of do it in two parts. And if you can get that first part out of the way, you can use your, your energy on the second part. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That is my tip. That's Get yourself one. some some tracking resources. I love That's it. A good one. All right, I think I'm next up. Uh, Rob, you and I fell way down. In I know. Uh, <laughs> in terms of the uh, I feel like so. we're you know whereas uh, Phil is a solo, we're down here as like 
I don't know, like some exec or maybe a a tech that's like fumbling with a bunch of tools or something. I don't know. <laughs> we're, we're gonna get the door open while I hold everyone off. Yeah. Where are my resources? Get the, my resources in. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, mine is and uh, the the tool that I use uh, a lot to help me manage the world that. Um, I'm creating and creating with the players is is Legend Keeper. So this is a online tool. Um, it's kind of kind of in a beta right now, but you can get like pretty much uh, really easy access to it. But it, think of it as a map wiki kind of structure. So I put in a, a map of Night City. It's a map, and I can attach pins to that map. I can say, oh. Here is um, Asphalt Aristotle, a tavern that I made uh, that is in, you know, um, Japantown. And I can click that. I can type in a few details about it and then fill it out. Um, and, you know, I click on that pin. It expands a wiki entry. And you can just add all these pins of various colors, various types. Oh, here's an NPC I encountered. Oh, this is, you know... Uh, Arasaka headquarters or, you know, whatever, whatever you're doing, you can build it kind of on the fly. Um, you can prep it as well, but you, I use it as a tool just really to help me track um, where I've put, uh, uh, you know, nightclubs and banks and um, points of interest, scenes, points of interest. Yeah. yeah. You know, I have, I'm running two investigators, like they ran into a murder. Where is that? Where did that happen? And, uh, you, and you can embed maps in maps. Um, you can put in images. Um, and um, I even learned to use it as a GM screen. Uh, so because you can pop in um, critical hit tables, for example, or rules. And right. you, can, you can hover over it and it shows you that. So I can be on screen not having to have a book out. You know, it, it kind of acts as a digital... Um, uh, GM screen. So it allows me to kind of just pop in some pins. I can leave most of them blank with maybe a few details. I have some information in there. And when the players engage in that site, oh, hey, I need to go to, you know, a bank because I need, you know, to rob some money or, hey, you know, where, where's, uh, you know, Smoke, the fixer uh, that I met last time. Oh, yeah, he's in, you know, he's in, uh, you know, uh, Pacifica and, you know, Hey, that's where he's at in this location. And we get to build it out together, but it's, it's sort of this visual wiki app tool. That's just absolutely fantastic. It's, uh, I really like this idea that, you know, the players can access it as well, because, um, you know, you get those situations where the character would definitely know where something is, but the, the player might have, you know, it's, it slipped their mind um, and they don't have to go like, oh, okay, wh where is this person again? They can sort of stay immersed themselves and be like, uh, just quick look up. Yeah, so I'm going to head down to Pacifica to meet to meet Smoke, you know, and and it gives them the the ability to uh, kind of act independently without having to sort of like kind of ask you to to fill in their gaps. That's really awesome. Yeah, and, and you can hide stuff too from them. So if you mm. want to stuff. GM, there's ways to like only give them access to certain pieces of it. Um, oh, this is I, already like sparking so many things in my mind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I love that. Fantastic. 
Yeah, <laughs> it, and I actually asked them to write journal entries after the session cool. where they recapture it sort of in the, their character's voice. So they go in and say, oh, yeah, this is what happened to us. Um, and, you know, so, you know, uh, Eric, uh, you know, got them got them into trouble last time. And so, you know, the other players writing about, yeah, Eric, he got almost got his head blown off. Costas, you know, he said it'd be an easy job and, you know, easy money. And here, here we are, you know, locked up, you know, and it kind of allows them to sort of almost capture the experience as well as a, as a journal that help one help solidify what they learn for when we come back, you know, a couple of weeks, several weeks later. And two, um, provide sort of a way for me to come back to it in time and say, Oh yeah, I remember we ran into that one guy that was kind of a minor character. Now I can bring him back around and kind of reintroduce that character and kind of give him a different spin and that kind of stuff. So it's, it's a, it's a fantastic tool. I love it. And I, I've got, I've, I started putting every, every game I run and campaign I run into legend keeper and tracking stuff that way so so is all. it is it easy to use is there a fee or anything like that or how does it work it, so uh, one uh, it's like on you go on, i i'll pro- we can, i can provide links rob and, and you can yeah, that'd be awesome uh, uh, but it's he has a patreon it's like you know you, you give just a little bit of money and he gives you access to it he's probably he, Braden, uh, I, I've, I've interacted with him before. He might even give you free access anyways, uh, because it's all kind of beta and, and he's really working hard on it. Um, but it's incredibly easy to use. Drag a map in, drop it on the screen, click on it, add pin, type in. I mean, it's it's yeah. super, super. I'm super already, cool. I'm like, in my mind, <laughs> I'm already like, okay, so I'm going to put the faction base there and on the pin, and then I can add these. I'm already like, oh my God, this yeah, is fantastic. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah, really I have cool. a custom kind of faction base for red, which I tend to use for, for my games. And having like a place where I can like situate it on a map and then like add resources, oh my God, it's going to be so much better than having it yeah, in we a PDF. Yeah, we do a, our live stream every Tuesday and it was just the previous Tuesday where I, I can't remember what they asked me, but one of our players was like, okay, now wait, what part of town was this in? And I knew it was like, you know, the new, this new warehouse district I kind of created. And it was like an up and coming kind of like art, artsy district, but it always changes what part of city, blah, blah, blah. I had all the details remembered, except for what, you know, which part of town I put it in. And I was like trying to look through my, the previous game notes and stuff. Um, uh, yeah. Because like, I'll make the notes of the NPCs, you know, the detailed information of like, uh, you know, stats and loots and the, you know, what's going on for the campaign. You always one, miss the most basic yeah. thing, like, where are they? Yeah, one simple yeah, little, yeah. like, you know, district name or whatever that everything's within for that one thing. I was like, damn it, I completely forgot. <laughs> like, Yeah, well, my favorite when I was running D&D was always, oh, yeah, well, what's that character's name? And you're like, oh, <laughs> oh, the name. Okay. Um, uh, Bob, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's always something. Everyone's yeah. Bob. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> especially your uncle yeah i'm definitely gonna look uh, into yeah. that legend keeper sounds really badass that's awesome yeah, yeah me too me too so, yeah, so i'm uh, sure you get a few commissions <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, that's yeah awesome. so uh, yeah so i rob uh, you're next up in the initiative oh yeah so. i'm last i'm in the back you guys took all the bullets you're you're done and i'm still alive <laughs> just walking out now um hey yeah. i just i'm a solo i just roll dodge i'm fine yeah that's true <laughs> um but uh but yeah i uh 
I, my, my resources and tools are, are really kind of live stream centric in the sense that like all my gameplay is live streaming. Like I said, I do the red every, every Tuesday. I'm starting a monthly thing, all that. I pretty much organize in my own notes. So like, you know, word files and stuff like that. I'll make my little notes and charts and whatever, um, to kind of capture the campaign and names and locations and stuff. But, <laughs> but, um, but no, roll 20 is on my list. You know, that's obviously we're using it now for the GM round table, just for the initiative and the fun aspect of that. But it's been, you know, clutch in my live games, just getting the players in there. Everybody can see the map. It has all the great tools, the digital dice. It's easy for me to, to stream, you know, the, the map and those details and stuff. Discord uh, for my streaming. Obviously we're using it here. I love the video chat, but uh, the Discord server that we have, and I know we all have one, or, or I don't know if Patrick, you have one for Two Brothers Gaming, but I know Baby Beard Media has one. We have one for Cyberpunk Uncensored. I use it daily, and it's it's been awesome for finding players. We're streaming other GM games as well, like uh, we have a couple of GMs doing 2020, some that we're doing Red Jumpstart. Now they're going to be diving into Red, so we're kind of showcasing other GMs, other players, not just myself. So it's been really awesome for the community and building within Cyberpunk Uncensored. And then also Facebook, classic old school Facebook. I we have the group on there, and I've met a lot of players and people through that. You know, this whole quarantine, it's put me online all the time. You know, so like that's where I'm doing my socializing, and those are the tools I've been using. Hey, that's using. cyberpunk, man. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Other than that, um, I make my own cheat sheets, kind of like a GM screen, um, like like you know we've all mentioned. Uh, my buddy Eric. Uh, who plays Coupler in our stream? The the tech he made some Excel things that you know have rules and then all, and like some generators and randomized things for me to get for some encounters and stuff. And I just like I, those things have come in handy. I just jump right to like whatever chart so I can make sure I'm getting the DV right and things like that so I can keep moving forward. But um, I I think our Talsorian will be coming out with like their digital uh, DM screen sort of thing or something along those lines. I could have sworn I read something like that online. But um, but yeah, I kind of make my own. I grab all the the main charts and things I need and put them together in these little digital files. And I even print them, so I'll have them on my screen. And then I've got like a stack of them on my little clipboard. So while we're playing, I might be able to have like a fi- couple physicals spread out, the digital right there in case I need to resource any quick numbers and not have to dig through pages and pages of a a book or whatever. Um, but I'm I think, def- I think one of the Sorry. No, I was gonna say, but I'm definitely gonna look into some of the, the that app stuff for tracking and things, and see, you know, kind of mm. help streamline some of those things at least, because uh, it can get kind of hectic, you know. And I make my little scribble scratch notes here and there as I go, and it's like, I don't know, I kind of would like to get it more digital. I want to look into that Legend Keeper and you know the the tracker thing you mentioned and stuff. But what were you gonna say? I think you know the theme uh, for for all of the things we've kind of brought today is that whatever. Uh, you can sort of offload from your brain uh, to make it physical or to do it as prep rather than during the session, you know, looking things up or trying to remember, you know, values on tables is is better for you and better for your game. So, yeah, it, it, I think it kind of goes to a general tip of like anything you can you can offload from your cerebellum is going to be it's going to be handy for you and for your players. Yeah, it's going to free um, up space yeah. so you can be creative and focus on the fun stuff not the crunchy stuff you know <laughs> yeah yeah the numbers as well i always try and tell people is you know the numbers are your they're tools you know the dice and the numbers are tools for you to help tell a story they aren't the story th- themselves yeah um yeah. i was one other thing i want to mention before i get into yeah before we move on i guess is that um 
uh, on a sort of different note, um, I've been uh, hearing about uh, uh, Sirenscape, which is this. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, these guys who are making this really wicked. Uh, they make uh, it's like soundscapes, musicscapes, and then individual sound effects. And uh, they're working on a whole bunch of stuff for for Red. I hear it's going to be awesome, you know, stuff for net running and and different ambiances and stuff. So, you know, that's that's kind of uh, on top of all your of all your uh, you know re- your resources and your planning. That just adds a little bit of no, that's you a, know spice on top. That's an amazing resource to mention. It's their yeah. their logo is right on the the front of this episode because they're an official sponsor of Cyberpunk Uncensored. Yeah. If you Check oh, out cool. any, yeah, if you check out any of our live uh, gameplay this Tuesday, like I said, every Tuesday, but this Tuesday we're doing one, you can check it out. I, I have Sirenscape going the whole time. It definitely has made, you know, just, I don't know, the immersiveness of the, the gameplay, like, tenfold. It's been just awesome, because any time that there's, like, just even a few seconds of downtime of thinking or writing, or a player going, uh, alright, I'm gonna do that. Like, all those little moments now are filled with cool sound effects and things. And it automatically randomizes, which I love. So, like, if you pick, like, a certain sound asset, like a nightclub or a fight or a city or whatever, it'll have all these elements. Um, Pat, you had that up. If you could show that one more time just so you can kind of see how there's, like, you know, a bunch of different elements and sounds within it. And then you'll see it kind of, like, as it's going, it'll play different ones and then different ones will trigger as it goes. So you could leave it on for hours and it it never sounds like it repeats. (laughs) It's just so Mm. cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm I mean, so you glad you remembered to mention that. That's so cool. Yeah, and you have a lot of control because you can you can adjust volumes, you can adjust oh, yeah. you know whether certain pieces repeat, and then you get these like little uh, options over here that give you like just one one click sound effects. Gunshot. Yeah, you can trigger like a gunshot or a knock at the door. You know. Yeah, yeah and as I said, they they're doing they're working on a whole set for net running, which is going to really oh. add a lot to that. You just uh, reminded me because there's all the different programs and net running and stuff. It's going to be wicked. You just reminded me. I just uh, I'm signing a contract with them. They're using some of my old band's music in some of the upcoming cyberpunk sound oh, sets. Cool. And I'm going to be writing some That's original rad. stuff for it. Like anybody that doesn't know, I did a bunch of touring. I'm a past musician and I play every instrument, but mainly I was guitar and vocals. Rob's um, got like 800 hats. Yeah, it's true. But uh, <laughs> yes. yeah, but um, but yeah, I, I never does... How did I forget that shit? <laughs> As as someone who does, uh, you know, um, we produce a, a like a podcast, so it's it's edited, um, the sound effects and the ambiance and the music and stuff is something I do in post, um, but it adds so so much, uh, and to be able to to translate into a, having a really easy tool to do it live, I think it's going to add so so much to to you know my casual games as well as. Uh, you know, formal kind of stuff we do for entertainment. Um, yeah, it's it's like taking the editing process and and making it easy to do in real time. It's, pr- it's pretty phenomenal. Like you said, those gaps, you know, oh, yeah. they they happen in all games as people figure things out. And having it, you know, just just something to keep people drawn into that game. Oh, yeah. it's gonna add so much. Love it. And I so, think I think they have. You, a, what was that? Well, so so can you use it like so? You know, answer a question for you know interested GMs and players out there. So can you use this playing across a Discord World 20 kind of no, game how, where people aren't, aren't live together? Yeah, anybody can use it. You either play it physically in a room where you're at, obviously, through your speakers, or digitally your players can download these little players. It's like just like a little, looks like a little MP3 player maybe. Every player downloads it, including the GM. 
The GM logs into the dashboard. They pick whatever asset, set it on whatever loop, trigger as they go, and, and, it, and it broadcasts uh, to all yeah. the players. It's cool. Like your own radio station. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It will be. When my music's on there, it'll be my, my personal little uh, radio <laughs> station. He'll be like, oh, shit, that's Rob Mulligan. Uh, <laughs> and I think it's free right now, um, or they have like a free trial, or you sign up and you get like a couple assets for free or something. I mean, I know there's different levels of paid things, so you get access to more assets and things, but there's something to that. I think like you sign up, you get a couple free assets or a free trial yeah. or something. So everyone should go there, Sirenscape. I'm so glad you mentioned that, Phil. Yeah, I think you can buy some. This be happy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you can buy some individually. You can also sign up for like a subscription that gives you like access to a whole bunch. You know, like all of the science fiction ones, which is where the cyberpunk ones yeah, are. Yeah. They've got a fantasy set as well. Yeah, it's kind of like um, it's it's really. It, I I think of it as my personal soundboard. You know, just I you know and and. And you can go in pretty deep and kind of customize and build even your own kind of soundscapes using the tool, uh, the sounds and music and the kind of stuff that they have there. So if you wanted to like, oh, wait, I want somebody walking through, you know, a nomad driving through, you know, the uh, desiccated landscape of uh, California and there's not quite something there. You can even build some stuff, too, if you if you have the inclination or something. Yeah, I just saw any um, any kind of sensory information you can add for people is great because you know we we're using we're using you know our words and our imaginations a lot you know and anything we can we can do to just kind of aid that that lifting your 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 mind is doing I think adds so much. It's not as if you know you can pump smells to people. So <laughs> right, that that's yes. probably coming. Yeah, yeah, I would say yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yes, I think I remember uh, <laughs> back in like maybe the nineties when I was a kid like. I saw on some like invention show or something, somebody trying to invent like a sort of smell-o-vision style thing where it had like this, <laughs> this, this base strip of different chemicals that it would sprout in different combinations to cover different styles of scents or something like that. It was, yeah. I'm not even joking. <laughs> I, I can believe it. Yeah. I, I do I do not need my television giving me the smells of every <laughs> single Chanel and Chadour. Yeah, yeah. It's just, you know. It's just spraying you as you walk by with commercial things. Just, ah, all right. I guess I smell like that today. <laughs> Jesus, all right. That's funny. It's like, oh, you. Everyone walks into uh, a sewage plant. Yeah, <laughs> gas where you're playing. Right, oh, before, thanks. right before a big date or going out. You know? <laughs> awesome. All right. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, those are great resources and tools. I think. Um, you know, if anything in the description, I'll, I'll try to drop a link to some of these things like the Legend Keeper, Sirenscape. Um, if there's any apps or sort of uh, tracking device, ones that you recommend, um, let's put those in there too, Phil. And um, just a- any other ideas, I'll just... I need a custom spreadsheet, but I'll have a look around. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. But um, but we'll just see if there's anything that we can list or put. And, and even if we do uh, have some uh, spreadsheets or Excel things, I was thinking about trying to grab some... Uh, like from my buddy Eric that I use, right? And like if you have something and maybe putting like a link on the cyberpunkuncensored.com site where they can just go download that shit and use it. I don't know. I could, I'd definitely share it. And if I'm, I'm, you know, a little bit of a, a hack when it comes to Excel. So if anyone wants to take it and improve it, then by all means. Nice. Yeah, maybe we'll do something like that. We'll have like a link and then kind of provide some of these things. Uh, it might take me a minute because I'm not that technical either, but uh, we'll get it. we'll get it out there. We'll get it up there. Uh, but yeah, let's, let's get, move on to the chat. Google Sheet. Get oh, yeah. Google Sheet. 
that's true. Yeah, that's yeah, it's what it's on at the moment. Um, but yeah, let's let's get to the uh, the streets. Let's get to the combat zone and get the uh, the Chumba chat going. I guess we'll call it here. Chumba chat, I like it. Yeah, I don't even think we'll we'll need to uh, really do initiative. I'm gonna take out the tokens right here. Let me get everybody over there. There we go. We're into narrative time now, guys. Yeah, we're into we're into the the Chumba chat. We'll get into the chat room. I know we got a bunch of people there. We're gonna give away Cyberpunk Red, the digital PDF, in just a moment. Um, but let me just get that chat going. If anybody watching, and, and I saw a lot of people in there, Daniel, who plays our Netrunner, um, Jay's in there. What's up, man? I see uh, Chris Bennett. Hey. A bunch of people in there. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Uh, but yeah, let's. Uh, if you have any questions about Cyberpunk Red, feel free to put them in there. Any questions at all for any of us? Two Brothers Gaming, Roll to Cast, Cyberpunk Uncensored, anything. Go ahead, put in the chat. We'll, we'll keep that open. I guess we can talk about what's in the book now, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, let, let's, let's mention some things or at least talk about it. Um, where should we start? <laughs> you know, like is there any uh, questions coming up or uh... nothing yet? It always takes takes a couple okay. minutes here, but uh, minutes. yeah, for me, I think uh, the the most exciting part is everything. I don't know if you've noticed everything. <laughs> uh, did you yeah. guys notice everything? I noticed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, just the extra history is amazing to have, um, and and the sort of day to day. What's what's what the situation is on the ground, right? That's it's going to be. It's so inspiring for for actually deciding, you know, what what stories we're going to tell in, in this world. And we had a bit of that in the Jumpstart kit, but now everyone has access to, you know, what security like. Who are the near corps? Oh, um, I love who's uh, rebuilding the um uh, all the scream sheets that are in there, so you can like build adventures off of them. And and there's like. Uh, how many pages of all the different, you know, styles of campaign scenarios? I mean, stri- straight up taken from like filmmaking and stuff, which is exactly how it is. You know, when you're creating this, you know, it's the same kind of branch of creativity and building these plots and campaigns. Um, but man, there's pages of all those little mini paragraph examples of styles of campaigns you can build. And I think that's so helpful. And what's up, Cyber Smiley? I, saw, I see you in there. I've got some questions coming up. <laughs> Yeah, anybody that, that isn't familiar, CyberSmiley.net uh, has been a huge resource for 2020 for years. Um, all kinds of stuff from his site. Uh, I know he's going to be spending a lot of time probably updating and putting a lot of red in there. I saw him post that online uh, today about it. But he says, what's your feeling of how the weapons have changed? Like the simplistic approach approached uh, Art Houseonian Games did. I'll let you guys start. Uh, I mean, I have my opinion on it too, but let's you guys go for it. Well, look, I know there's, um, there's, I think this is going to be slightly divided, dividing some opinions. I think a lot of th- something a lot of people liked about 2020 was like this plethora of books. And then there's all these different like individual guns, right? And guns are, guns are cool. People like them. Um, uh, they, you know, and they're different variations, especially in sci-fi settings are, are really rad, right? Um, but that does mean you end up with like, a hundred tables of you know twenty variations of handgun, and it's it's pretty overwhelming for people, right? Um, so I think that while a few people may be like, oh, okay, it's really dumbed down. I think in terms of speed of play and accessibility, I really like it, and I also don't think it kind of precludes having a more in depth look at guns like later. Like if we get a splat book uh, that's that's similar to twenty twenty ones that expands on the arms. And also doesn't stop players from 
converting doing that stuff themselves you know and going okay well um i want my handgun you know it's going to use the basic handgun rules but i want it to be you know uh a a militech or a hurricane arms or or you know something that they they want to add in themselves yeah and on top of all that stuff you go to this uh, the simplicity in the sort of rules has made it possible for you to really dive into all the customization stuff really well, adding mags, taking special ammo and, you know, getting your smart link and stuff like that. Um, it makes all that stuff way, way simpler. So you can, you can get the rules across in your head for how your weapon works really easily. And then the kind of the fun, crunchy kind of flavor stuff of like what kind of handgun it is and who's made it um, can just kind of sit on top of the, the basics. But I think cutting it down to those basic rules first and letting you build flavor on top was the right way to go for me. A hundred percent. I agree a hundred percent because of the fact that, like you said, if you have a, a hundred or 200 different variations of guns, I mean, how much can you change up each one? Okay, this one's worth $76.50. This one's worth $78.25. And, the, you know, the different costs. And then, okay, this one holds 22 bullets. This one holds 18. This one holds 21. This one, you know, after a while, it, it, it's, I don't know, almost too much little minute details that honestly don't matter that much when you think about suppressive and auto fire. It needs to be a, a 10, 10 bullets. You know what I mean? So like in in increments of even numbers, I like how they did the pricing in 50, 100, 500. Everything makes sense, not just for ease of quick adding and and numbers, but also in sections of, you know, costly or cheap or premium. So you can kind of gauge what's available in night markets versus regular stores, which is very clever. I think everything is streamlined and goes hand in hand with other rules. I think James Hutt puts so much effing detail into that. Like it's just so... Mm deep and it's so i don't know it makes sense to me and i think you know they just released that whole convert 2020 guns to red anyways you can go get that on the downloads mm-hmm. page at our talsorian so if you still need to do a little more you can do that and i think you're right phil you know why can't you change up names and little flavor of things on top of well, what's already I've there with the, structure well they do, i've got the actually. table up here with the so, brand examples of yes. poor and, and regular quality weapons. So you can yes. name your weapon in terms of what it is. So I've got a, a excellent quality, very heavy pistol. And they say, oh, you know, it, maybe it's the Militech Boomer Buster, right? Yeah. right? And then you've got your flavor. It's got your particular, you know, your character's brand of gun that they like. And those come but with little like, details. You get, you get the cheap one, you might save money. But then any time that you roll a critical fail, all of a sudden it's jammed and you have to spend an action on jamming it. Let's not forget that. So, you know, so it does matter. And then you can pay more expensive and you actually get a bonus to aiming and stuff or, or, you know, on on all your attacks. Or you can pay regular price and not get any bonus or negative. But just so all these details come into play and it's all it's all fluid. And I think hand in hand with I think the cool thing about a weapon is more of its, you know, its flavor rather than the fact that this has. 17 bullets rather than 15 and a click that that might slightly distinguish it on a table but it's not as important as as what you as a player say yeah okay i got this uh militech custom done it's in neon colors you know i put some sort of you know glowing decal on the side (laughs) because i don't care about stealth you know the the rules aren't important for that sort of thing so you go nuts, go nuts for that sort of thing, and just say you know it's a high quality heavy pistol, you know, and, and then you you don't have to mix those, you know, have those two things jam into each other. It's not as important as as your you know your imagination. Yeah, I, I mean, I I ask my players, tell me what tell me what your gun looks like. You know, mm. I didn't care 
it, it was exactly that feel. I didn't care if it was a, you know, a heavy pistol, a medium pistol in terms of like, oh yeah, that's not what the Malorian arms, you know, looks like. Right. What is that cool? What is that style kick-ass gun that everyone knows you have when you pull it out that it is your gun? Right. He's like, my heavy pistol has like a, you know, a Mercedes-Benz car emblem on the on the front of it as an aiming <laughs> scope and it's all chromed out. I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, yes. You're like, dude, that's pimp. You're a pimp-ass fixer. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to trip over yeah, those well, little aesthetics, you know? I like that. Yeah. Or, you know, you, you drop out your, your mag so you can whack in some incendiaries because that's your hallmark is that you, you, you set fucking gangers on fire when they piss you off, you know, yeah. uh, with phosphorus rounds. So much cooler than, than making sure you've got the right, the right entry on the table. Exactly. Totally. Yeah, so for me, yeah. I'm oh, and the new, the new ammunitions are awesome. We used a bunch of oh, them yeah. in our game. Uh, oh, yeah, so we badass. had our tech is a, a bit of a crossbow guy it's pretty uh, and we had another npc who was a compound bow user and they made hay out of the poison and biotoxin rounds because they have their they really have their own niche all these different kinds of ammunition right so biotoxin rounds ignore armor they do uh, damage to to uh directly to hp so you might have this like totally decked out motherfucker who's got you know either crazy skin weave or, or the the um, bone lace and the the upgraded version of that or heavy, heavy flak. And you're like, well, how the fuck are we going to take this guy down with handguns? And you've got, you know, your guy with the bow who's putting poison in their veins. Really, yeah. really niche uh, and, like, cool ways to use the weapons, which I think is more important. Well, I, yeah. I love the different ammo types. I think it's mm. so much fun. Um, yeah. Yeah, Daniel here in the chat, uh, he plays our Netrunner in our, our Tuesday live streams. And uh, he's asking, what? Uh, it's funny, he says, Rob, what does Patrick and Phil think of it? Because, you know, me and him, have, we've done a podcast episode about it, we talk all the time, so he doesn't even want my, my opinion on this. Uh, but Patrick and Phil, what do you guys think of the Netrunning now that the book is out compared to the past? And even though, you know, you guys have the, the pre-release, now you guys can talk about it. But what do you guys feel about the Netrunning compared to the past? Fucking awesome. Yeah. Yes. Done. Mike drop. So improved. It is. It it is now something you want to play. It is something that GMs want to include. It's something that players can engage with and be a part. And you don't feel like it's a completely separate game or experience. Um, you you're slowing the game down or anything like that. It's great. Yeah. It. It is. It, it, they really overhauled that in a smart way, but and and and, the, and, the, and this to me is is the entire thing about what I've read and understood from Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk Red. The DNA is the same, the same feel. The it feels Cyberpunk. You're still you know you're jacking in. You if anything, feel it, like you're. It's even. It's even a little more, I feel, with that AR versus VR because now it's like has an, a little more danger in the sense that a net runner, went, even when they're doing their net run, they're still in meat space within six meters of the uh, locate the system. So like they could get shot, a security guard or a gang booster could be walking up. They're not like hiding at their home, jack, jacking in VR style, going to a, a net run into a location far away or whatever. You know, I think it's even more cyberpunk now. We've got a finale happening right now, and and um, so 
because it was so exciting when we got the early look at the book and the net running was like, oh my God, this is awesome. I basically made it like central to the plot and I sort of made our net runner like the main character, the protagonist. So it's really about his story. Like his, his father is like a net runner of old, from the old net and he's sort of trying to follow in his footsteps. So he's really central. Mm-hmm. So I used it in a bunch of different ways. But as you say, we got the finale right now. They're diving in this net that his, his dad is hidden this data in and he's, he's trying to get get down there and get the data in while Netwatch is coming. And, you know, he, uh, like, gets hit by one of the ravens in there. And we say, you know, he's distracted because there's a rocket just hit the building and he could feel the, the fucking building shaking as his friends try and, you know, keep keep the people off him. And it's that interplay is, um, is right there such that, you know, you don't have someone sitting in a bath at home. They're there, they're, the shrapnel's flying and, and everything like that. And the thing I, I want to add to that is that the tools provided for the GMs to customize the stuff and make their own nets super, super robust, right? So you have these tables that you can use for different difficulties of nets. You can even like, you know, slip up one range band to bring in some harder floors if you want to make it more difficult. And there are rules for just like randomizing it out. Or you can custom make, you know, and this is what I did for a bunch of the kind of the set pieces is like, okay, I want this really branching net, like a, like, it's like a maze. So, and the important things will be down at the bottom of this branch and they have to like search through and, and find all the different stuff. Or you can have this like really, really deep, like single net with just got loads of risks as you go down. And it feels like you're just like trying to drill down into this kind of like uh, pit so you can you can really recustomize really it with your own stuff add whichever programs and risks you want in there and then you, it's your choice how you want it to interface with meat space as well you're like oh here's this branch has has like control of the air drones or this one has the shock floor trap on it and stuff like that so you can really tie it all together as a gm to this like really fine detail and i think people are going to really nerd out with it and be like oh sharing oh, yeah. the nets they've made and um you like know you, talking about different strategies to run them as well as build them so cool yeah like you said it's a, it's it's a thing i think you know in the past 2020 gms would avoid and now it's like you look forward to it you want more now running you know it's actually fun and aside from that like you described the the systems it also goes into like you know uh environmental hazard style things and like turrets and things controlled by demons which are kind of like these these ai sort of things so like it gets really like I don't know diverse within it still, but still streamlined and, and simple enough that it's not too much. I feel like net running in the past was like could be its own game, you know, and now it's yeah. like it makes sense. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. it was its own game, net runner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I think there's even room for net runners to have different styles as well, right? So you can you could be like a slow and cautious, you use lots of defensive programs. You do a lot of scoping out with, um, oh god, what's it called? What's the action called? I forget. Pathfinder. Scanner, right? Where you, oh, scanner. Yeah. I'll find out. I'll find out. Where you, well, scanner you know, to find the, the jack in location. Pathfinder, no, yeah. Pathfinder to scout what's ahead, and you plan ahead, and you work through, and you you like try and take out each black ice. Or you can be like, okay, I'm just going to like load on speed and, and defense programs. And, and I'm just going to drop through the floors <laughs> as quick as I can, slide past everything. And when I've got what I want, I'm going to safely jack out and be like, bye, black eyes. It's like, <laughs> it's way more risky, but it's way quicker. And so you can actually have a different style as a netrunner. And it's really easily translated into the game world. Very cool. Yeah, I love how I feel like all the roles, what they did with each role ability kind of having its own 
depth to each role ability now. They diversify that stuff to where each role is is not just you're this, you're that. It's like each role, you're, yeah, you're that, but then you can be different types of that, different styles mm. of that. And I really love that. It's not just net running, but all of them. You know what I mean? Like they they like just like like a solo. You know, you can you have all those subcategories. You can drop your role ability points into to kind of determine. Oh, do I want to be like a sneaky ninja with precision stuff, or do I want to be a beefy dude that can take a lot of damage, or do I want to get to jump on the initiative and like. I don't know, you can kind of construct your roles, whatever role you're doing, to be the type of role you want to be in. I, I love that they did that. I mean, I feel like we're fanboying out a, a lot here. We but are. They, they deserve it. They do. I don't care. <laughs> they've made it simpler and deeper at the same time across yeah. all of the game, which is amazing achievement, really, to, to have it like simpler moment to moment to follow and make choices, but have way more choices and way more things that you can engage with just yeah. incredible work i'm fanboying i'm so excited I'm, I'm gonna need a moment guys let me just <laughs> <laughs> no uh hey but i did mention 2020 and i want to bring up this question because somebody asked hopefully they're still in the chat um i believe they are because the number is still still up there but um it says as far as 2020 goes what books are essential to gming um so here's somebody you know in get getting into 2020 um we're looking for the essentials and obviously you know you need the 2020 rule book I would recommend any of the chromes to give yourself some more diversity in style if you're if you're looking for that. Um, Black hand, uh, the weapon. Night City source book, is, biggest, is yeah, great, super great, as well as the Tales from Night City book as well. Yeah, the story got, ideas got I my original, get both. my original first prints right here from back in ninety in the early nineties. Yeah, so. the Night City source book is is great. Oh, I, I like the bit on <laughs> disabled parking where basically uh, you, you're legally allowed to like blow up people's cars if they. <laughs> <laughs> if they, if they illegally yeah. Lots of little flavor like that in that book, yeah. I, I think the Night City source book is hands down one of the best source books of any role-playing game. Yeah. It's just it is so thorough. Um and it's I think it's great if you want like if you're gonna play red to even have it as sort of a historical reference uh, that you know it, it would kind of inform the history of what you're seeing you get a lot of history and information in the cyberpunk red rule book um but you know you get a little bit more about where the bozos were at that point in time i love that they're still in cyberpunk red by the way that the bozos are still yeah yeah and um, uh, they're never gonna die this this yeah. bastard and uh I, isaac and chat just mentioned a forlorn hope that's great and primitive screwheads yes. primitive screwheads yes. for gms primitive screwheads is great no matter what oh, yes. system you're playing i think yeah it's that's just really good advice about what sensibilities to to bring to running especially especially red it's just got great great musings on how, how to deal with problem players and how to keep yeah. people invested yeah it's it's super wicked that the screwheads book um, I hear rumors that the forlorn hope may have been uh, either found or, or, or restarted in red. So forlorn hope might be something um, something yeah. you look out for. Oh yeah, most definitely. Um, the other thing is, uh, uh, let me just get the chat back here. Um, There's some really good um, individual books for the roles as well. Yeah. Oh, and uh, since we mentioned Chrome, I wanted to bring this up because they, they were saying it's coming. And, and yeah, definitely. If anybody that didn't hear the news, um, James Hutt, Jay Gray, I did some interviews. They mentioned it. There's been posts online. Art Tausarian did a thing about it too. 
um, they are coming out with black chrome. So it's going to be like a new Chromebook. It's called Chrome Black or Black Chrome, whatever. Um, and it's going to cover like, you know, new weapons items and things just like Chrome. But because of how red is, I guess it's going to have more about like how you source the things or get them or deal with them and such, which I, that's, that's amazing. I think that it's going to, you know, go into some more detail of like lore aspect instead of just like stats and cool pictures. I think it's, you know, having to source stuff as part of the adventure. What was that? Yeah. Everything's more integrated in that way with with red. It's like uh to you know, to coin a coin a word, it's holistic, right? So it, nothing exists in a vacuum. It's just not just like weapon tables. It's weapon tables, but like the attitude towards weapons and the style of, of weapons of the time, you know, and how to get them. It all uh, feeds into the world together. Uh, uh, another quick mention to Raish Barmos's Guide to the Net as well. It's oh, yeah, yeah. Because the net is such a big thing in the lore um, and how the net works and how it now works in red. Um, really good to get a sort of primer on that. Yeah. And I'm not sure. Somebody asked, will, will uh, the Black Chromebook have new Borg toys or red? Um, yeah, I can't imagine it not having <laughs> Yeah, I would, I would imagine it would have some, some stuff because they're probably going to cover every level of toys, I guess, you know? Um, but yeah, Bor- Borg That's is still happening. Are, right? It's the cyber part, right? That's, yeah. People get really jazzed up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Borgs are, you know, uh, I think, you know, there's still still Borg-like cybernetics and things that you do. People still go go that far. Cyberpsychosis is still a thing. They're, they, they're still pushing it full on to that level. I mean, you, you see the stuff. Cyberpsychosis is handled in a, in a way more interesting way as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not just crazy. It's actually, you know, well-researched um, uh, notes about kind of how to approach it in terms of the actual psychological point of view. Um, so, yeah. Going full chrome and its consequences are even more uh, uh, important, I guess, in in this, or even more detailed. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I reckon we're going to see some pretty wild cyberware. I already like some of the options in the main book. You know, your cyber skates and stuff. So cool. Yeah. And is, is there a mention of red of netrunners having malware they can use to affect NPCs' cyberware? Um, so yeah, there's the EMP stuff, but as far as netrunners, I mean, there are certain programs that if you're attacking another netrunner, it doesn't just affect them in the net, like they, they can catch on fire. Like for instance, like, you know, just like when you fight a hellhound, if you take damage, if you don't have insulated wiring that keeps you from catching fire, you'll catch on fire in meat space and take like two HP damage every round until you take an action to put yourself out. So there's things mm-hmm. like that. Um, but as far as netrunners yeah, having malware that. for cyberware... Yeah. I mean, there's nothing to stop you making a custom program that does that. That's there's literally right. nothing. Yeah, because you can create, you, you know, you can create viruses well. and, yep. te- and techs can yep. create things too. That's the other thing Like we should have mentioned. Like, when you talk about weapons, like don't forget, if you can think of it, you can pretty much create it. It's an, it should be an open world if you have a good GM. And you know, as long as it's not too ridiculously not making sense, you know, techs in, in red, it, straight up in their rollability, they can invent things and create things and, and, you know, modify and upgrade. And, you know, if you can think of it, I'm sure your GM can find a way to, to roll and put a price on it or whatever or procedure to it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, let's get to the, uh, the free PDF. Um, you know, anybody, if anybody still has questions, put them in the chat. I'm still looking at the chat. Um, we can still answer questions. I love, we all love talking about red. But we do have the digital uh, Cyberpunk Red PDF to give away. So let's do that. 
let me bring up the the random number generator we're gonna do this like this here's what I'm thinking everybody in chat um, you're gonna type a number between 1 and 100 only give one don't type a bunch if you put a bunch I'm just gonna take your first one but don't flood the chat just put <laughs> pick one number between 1 and 100 and then I'm gonna go to the, the random number generator and I'm gonna click it three times the third one is is what it is by the way I I think the favorite thing I've read so far in Cyberpunk Red is the shield type description for corpse. Shield oh, yeah, yeah, love it. used to be a person. How many <laughs> hit points does it count? Body stat the corpse had in life. How much did it cost? Depends on how many bullets you went through. I love that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah cool extra bullets to keep with shields and, and all that. Uh, throwing people down as well, choking them out. Great yeah, stuff. Yeah. So much good stuff. And uh, I like it. Like, is that really flavored too? Yes. Yes. I oh, see yeah, Isaac. Cool. Isaac in the chat says, "Is that nano swarm you used in live game a real thing in Red, Rob?" And yeah, I had an episode where the team was uh, breaking into uh, Doc's R Us place. They're looking for some uh, guy that was captured. Whatever. I don't want to get into the, the whole story of the campaign. You can check out the live gameplay videos. They're all on the YouTube channel. But long story short, they entered a room. Yeah, there there was um, uh, demons in the system that triggered a blood swarm, which is basically blood these oh, yeah these nanites. Yeah. It looks like a red cloud. They're these nanites. If you inhale them, you have to beat like a resist torture in Doug's DV. Otherwise, you're taking damage directly inside, like to your system, and it's just it's brutal. And it is a real thing. You can see in the red book defenses list. Yeah, I I in my game I got to use the uh, sleep elevator, which is my my mm. favorite so far. Everyone was, was in a rush. They all piled into the elevator. Uh, <laughs> I made camp. Who's in? Who's out? Who got in? And then all the seals hit the, you know, seal around the door and everyone inside has to pass drug checks or passing out. Isn't, isn't it kind of a tell when the GM says it? Because I did the same thing. I'm like, when they're entering the room, like, okay, who entered the room? Who's in the doorway? Who's in the hallway? They're too excited. They never, <laughs> you know? they never <laughs> that, that, or you, I always like to do that in a completely non- important situation where it doesn't matter and then yeah like, later on like like okay and like oh yeah, yeah it doesn't matter really and then do it again it's like oh yeah oh you were all getting uh shocked by the floor yeah, yeah check out the environmental defenses it's the end of the net running section so it's part of what you can build into your nets right so uh buildings don't just necessarily have guards they have uh you know they have they might have environmental defenses you know because you don't have to pay environmental defenses you know, mm-hmm. and they will be linked to somewhere in the net so that, you know, there are different approaches to attacking a building. If your net runner can get in and disable the defenses or even turn it against your attackers, great. If not, you know, you you have to run into all these kind of gnarly shit that the corpse, you know, uh, have no qualms <laughs> about. Away. Yeah, I love it. There's so much cool, cool, cool little toys Tipping and things. Floors, scoop sprayers. Oh, so, so good. Yeah, I used some of the uh, the the what is it called the the trip floor or snag floor where it's like the the wires that trap you and move your movement or whatever until you destroy it. Um, I used that in and the hotel. Panels, like like yeah. disguises like corporate artwork. So there's like all this like bland corporate art. You walk past it and it just zaps you as you go past. Oh yeah, love that stuff. Excited. All right, did everybody get their <laughs> number in? If you haven't already, I see right. a lot of people did. But if you haven't already, pick a number between one and one hundred and comment. We're going to do the random number generator Don't here. Don't take someone else's number. Yeah, yeah. If you see that you, you know, 
don't take someone else's number. If you do, then you guys are gonna have to go. The second one's gonna have to go again. Get confusing. Yeah. All right, I say we go for it. Let me set this between one and one hundred. Let me see another question here. Primitive Screwheads was beautiful for helping me find my inner hardball to play against my players. So true. <laughs> they give you. Yeah, some, we talk some... about it. people talk about it in D and D. Oh, don't be adversarial. Uh, yeah, in Cyberpunk, you want to be a bit adversarial. That's part of Cyberpunk. You want the pressure on a little because it feels like a you know that intense world. You know, you gotta they gotta feel like they could they could die. That you're not protecting them as a storyteller, and if they make stupid decisions, they face consequences. You don't have to like what you don't have to hurt them, but like just just punish them for for making mistakes. Exactly. All right, you guys ready for the uh, the number generator? I'm going to click it three times. Here's one, two, three. All right, we got a twenty-five. Sixty-nine, dude. No. Oh, when are we all going to grow up? <laughs> We're so immature. All right, let's see who got closest to 25. And and we'll say this too. Uh, you know, if anybody did win that already has a copy, um, you know, you can gift it. We can, we can uh, you know, give it to a friend that, that doesn't have it. Let us know that. Because how this is going to work is whoever wins, you're going to uh, send me your email address. Um, you can either whisper it to me on Twitch <laughs> using that function. That sounded a little creepy. but <laughs> Or you can, uh, you know, message... Uh, yeah, you can hit, hit me up on the DMs, you know? Don't include any pervy pics. Just uh, send me your email address so I can get, so I can get you. Um, yeah, 25. Let's see. I see a 26. Isaac got a 26. Holy cow. Uh, I think Congrats, that's it. Isaac. Yeah, I think Isaac is... The, it looks yeah, like enjoy, Isaac did. Enjoy 500 pages of goodness. Yeah, Isaac, you got it, man. So, Isaac, do you, do you already have a copy of Red, or is this a, a, an awesome win for you? I'm curious. Leave me a comment out there. I'm just curious. Everybody's c- congratulating him. I'm he's, curious. He's celebrating right now. Yeah, right now he's dancing in the he room. Be, yeah. he, he knocked off his headphones. He's like, yeah. <laughs> hey, put nice, LOL. Yeah, so Isaac, do you have a copy of Red already? Or is this a, a nice prize for you? He's spraying champagne all over the room. <laughs> no, I don't have it. It's an awesome win. Hell yeah. That's that's great. Isaac. Yay. Hopefully we created a uh, a new GM today. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure you know Isaac, I think correct me if I'm wrong in the chat. You do GM or you play. I've seen you post stuff or you know you've been doing 2020, I take it or uh, or are you completely new to Cyberpunk? I thought I saw you you post in there about jamming but that's great man i'm so happy for you um like i said you can hit me up i know we're already friends on facebook you're in the group if you want you can just message me there or on discord and just give me your email address i'll get it to our talsorian and they'll hook you up with the free copy oh yeah he's saying thanks everybody's congratulating him that's so cool no we're happy to do it you know thanks for coming to the gm round table you know we really appreciate you guys coming through and supporting all of us and uh, and that being said um i guess we can kind of wrap this up um i think it was a, a great session I'll give it the little outro and we can each kind of say something, but um, I'm just going to remind everybody to check out the links in the description. Look up, you know, Cyberpunk Uncensored, look up Two Brothers Gaming, look up Roll to Cast, uh, you know, give us all support. We would really love that. And um, yeah, I just appreciate everyone be, being here. I'm so excited about Red being out. Does anybody else have anything they want to say? Yeah, uh, I'm on uh Facebook, Two Brothers Gaming. Uh, you can, you can find me there with my brother, uh, 
doing a stream, Night City Nights, uh, December 5th is episode three. You can find us on YouTube, uh, Twitch as well. Uh, I'm Drexel Pierce on Twitch, uh, which you saw in the chat. So, uh, But yeah, thanks for joining us. Fantastically excited about Cyberpunk Red. I think everyone will be happy with it. it Anybody's here uh, still with us, I appreciate it. If not and we disconnected, I guess I'm talking to nobody. <laughs> but yeah, repeat it just in case we're back because it does say reconnected. Uh, okay. I'm hoping it's the same stream. Uh, yeah, I was, just, I was just saying how excited I am for, for the the community to start making their own new legends in the new world. Very, very happy. Um, so, so excited. Uh, but uh, if you want to chat with us, do check out Baby Beard Media. Hit us up on any of the social media, especially Twitter. Um, check out our YouTube channel. We're doing some Let's Plays there. Me and Chris just started playing the Ridgeham 2000. Please come check that out. Uh, we're trying to build that up at the moment. Um, and yeah, check out Rollcast. That's R-O-L-E got all our both our cyberpunk campaigns on there and um yeah we'd really love to have some some new ear holes on that but thanks for joining us thanks for listening in yeah i I completely forgot to i wanted to reiterate the crash course videos i'm doing anybody that needs help learning about red um you know all of us are talking about red we're all doing the live streams you can learn from all of us watch the gameplay that we're all doing and get involved yeah you've got the book but i am putting out crash course videos every day i'm putting out a different one i've got a bunch of them about combat and how you make money and night markets and IP and just how everything works. And I'm going to have a different one. Hopefully that helps you. Be sure to check those out. I did want to reiterate that. But um, but anybody that needs extra help, hit any one of us up. We're All of us are definitely accessible and down to help. Uh, we want more players and more GMs involved. Hell yeah, guys. Thanks so much for joining me. I apologize, anybody watching, that we did disconnect for a second. Um, uh, hopefully, we're, you know, we are back connected. Hopefully, it's in the, in the same stream, not a separate video. Um, either way, I'm going to put the links in the description on the original video, so that'll be the one we'll be promoting, and everybody will get what they need. But, um, but yeah, thanks so much, guys, and we'll get together next month. Awesome. Thank See you. you around.